John, good morning. Tony Sakalas, Bama Insider. Um, what have you seen from Bryce Young from a leadership standpoint? And there's been a lot of conversation, too, about his NIL earnings. What, what, is, what do you feel about that as well? Um, I think those um, on that subject is more personal. Um, I think he would be somebody better to ask um, than me. But um, I think he's definitely coming along in the leadership role, um, definitely stepping up to it. Um, he's definitely excited for his opportunity, and he's definitely doing a really good job of it. John, we're going to go over here to the second row on our left. Hey, John, uh, about your offense in the spring, a lot of turnover in personnel. What did you see from the offense in the spring? What, what do you think your strengths are going to be? Um, I think we saw a lot of um, a lot of good opportunity in a lot of, in a lot of young guys. Um, I think we saw a lot of potential in a, in a lot of young guys and a lot of young guys that can step up and help. So we're definitely excited about that. Okay, we'll go right down in front of us in the front row. Yeah, John, uh, Kerry Clark, BamaCentral.com. During the seven-on-seven workouts throughout the summer that you guys have done informally, can you talk about, just name me a few of the young receivers that stood out to you? Um, a lot of the receivers have stood out. I think um, all the guys in the freshman class are doing really good. Um, Ajay, um, Bake is doing really good. Slade, even the, um, all the guys. I think just as a team, everybody is coming along. Okay, we'll go right behind him on the second row. Oh, other side. There we go. Hey, John, Tyler Martin of Bama Central. You've seen a lot of turnover in the wide receiver room, four first-round picks in the last two years. Uh, do you feel like the guy this year heading into this season, are you embracing that role, and where do you kind of want to see your leadership grow? I definitely think it's a, it's a role that I'm embracing. Um, having learned from all the guys that before me, um, I'm definitely excited about it. I'm looking forward to being able to teach the young guys things and definitely lead the receiver room. Um, so I'm definitely looking forward to that. We're going to go two rows back from that, uh, right in the middle again. John, there's a few Canadians in the SEC, including a player at Mississippi State. As a Canadian citizen playing here in the U.S. for a while now, what disadvantages, if any, do you face compared to American teammates, and how have COVID restrictions impacted like being able to go home and see your family? Uh, definitely, there are definitely a couple. I think um, being Canadian definitely makes things a lot harder um, here and there. Um, with a lot of paperwork and things like that. Um, with COVID, it has been kind of tough not being able to see family for um, quite some time or having them come to games and things like that. But um, I think it's important to keep in mind that it's something everybody's dealing with. Um, everybody has um, something to deal with in the COVID situation. So it's kind of just um, remaining focused and um, just remaining focused. Okay, we're going to go to the center section along the right aisle. Hey, John, Jordan Hill with Oval Black Auburn News. I want to ask you about a, a guy in our coverage area, Christian Story, who's been adjusting as a defensive back there. Just what have you seen from him on the other side and, and the potential he has going forward? I definitely think I definitely think Christian Story has a lot of potential. Um, he's definitely coming along, um, especially just um, playbook-wise, physicality-wise, and things just being in the program does to you. So I definitely am excited for him as well. We're going to the center section on the left aisle about three-quarters of the way back. Hey, John. John Talty of AL.com. To follow up on a question you got earlier, what was your initial reaction when you uh, found out Bill Bryan was hired? And I guess what does it say about you know Coach Saban and the Alabama program that they were able to add Bill O'Brien and Doug Marone, two guys who are NFL head coaches a year ago? Um, I think I was excited when I heard. I um, was just excited to work with them. Um, I think it would be a great opportunity for me um, to learn a lot. And I think it says a lot to the program of Alabama, the fact that you can have two head coaches on your staff. Um, I think it just says a lot to the type of coaching you're going to get and the type of team you're going to have. Okay. We'll stay on that same side, about four rows in front of that. 
John Joe Goodman, AL.com. Just to follow up on a previous question, when's the last time that you have seen your family in person? Ah, uh, man, it might be around two, two-ish years. Um, it's, been, it's been quite a while, yeah. How did you guys celebrate the national championship? Um, um, it was, um, they weren't really there for it. I think one of my brothers um, got there for it. Um, but it was kind of just um, being on the phone with them. Um, of course, they were happy for me, and I was happy. So kind of just been, been handling it as best as we could. John, we're going to go down front here to the right, third row. John, uh, Mike Rodak with AOL.com. How has uh, social media, how much pressure have you felt with social media to grow your audience and, and grow your brand because of NIL? And has your Canadian citizenship affected your, your potential earnings with NIL at all? Um, there were a lot of questions about that with my um, Canadian citizenship um, affecting it, but Alabama um, has done a great job of giving me the help I needed to figure it out. As far as social media, I don't really feel any pressures from, from it. Um, just because I'm aware that as long as I continue to make um, production on the field and do what I'm supposed to do on the field, opportunities off the field, um, they'll definitely be there. John, we're going to go over to our left. Edgar? Yeah, Edgar Thompson with the Orlando Sentinel. You've played in plenty of big games, I know. But what, what do you anticipate with the atmosphere in the swamp September 18th? And what kind of measuring stick game could that be early in the season for you guys? I think it'll be exciting. Um, I'm really excited for that, it's, um, especially knowing that um, we're going to be playing a good team and we're going to be in a great atmosphere. So I think uh, that would definitely be exciting. And like you said, early on in the season, I think it would be a good challenge for us. Okay, if you have other questions, we've got one up here in front. Jessica, if we can get one to here to Bob on the front left. Hey, John. Bob Holt, Arkansas Democrat. Is that how you doing? Good. How are you? Um, I think the last three Alabama quarterbacks have all been first-round draft picks. I know Bryce hadn't taken a snap yet, but uh, what's impressed you about him? Where do you think he fits in? How, how good could he be? Um, I think Bryce has um, an endless potential. Um, I'm excited to see him play. I think um, just working with him and knowing him as a friend, um, I'm really excited for him to um, get a shot. Okay, we'll go in the center section along the right-hand aisle. Connor O'Gara, Saturday Down South. What's the biggest thing that Devontae Smith taught you? Um, I think just the biggest thing I learned from him was work, work ethic. Um, just being able to actually just work day in and day out and try and bring your best self day in and day out. Okay, other questions for John? Uh, we've got one over here on the right-hand side. Uh, Robert Sessler, the Bryan College Station Eagle. Last year, you kind of had your breakout game against Texas A&M. Uh, what was different from that game than your previous 14 games, do you feel? Um, I think that was our second game. And I think I just um, just being able to be on the field more, just getting more time on the field and the ability and time to actually um, showcase my talents and things like that. Um, so I think that was definitely just it. Okay, we'll go back down here in front to Bob. Um, how tough is it when you haven't been able to see your family and, you know, you, you can't remember the last time. I guess, you know, you said about two years, but not even the exact time. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of like that, too. Um, and d besides your family, you, you created uh, a lot of Alabama fans in, in Canada, do you think? Yeah, I definitely think so. Um, it has been tough, but I definitely um, always remind myself that um, even since high school, going to boarding school off, um, definitely um, making a sacrifice. Um, and um, definitely just working here to make a sacrifice for my family, and um, hopefully one day it could pay off for them. 
We're going to go all the way to the back of the right of the room. Hey, John. Matt Baker with the Tampa Bay Times. Uh, you probably haven't done a ton of looking at Miami yet in week one, but I'm curious, what are your kind of initial thoughts of the Canes? Um, I've, def- I've definitely took a peek at them. Um, I'm excited to play them, first of all, um, as the first game. I know they're going to be really good, especially their quarterback. Um, their leading safety. Um, I know they'll have a good defense. They always have um, some exotic calls on defense, so I'm definitely excited to play that. We'll go over along the left-hand side, Mike. Mike Bianchi, Orlando Sentinel. I know there's been a lot of discussion among players and coaches about uh, whether to get the vaccine, not to get the vaccine. As somebody who hasn't seen their family for a couple of years because of the pandemic, um, what's your philosophy on getting the vaccine or not getting it? Um, I think everybody just has to make the best decision for themselves. Um, I think at Alabama, um, our coaches and our staff has done a great job of kind of just informing us, um, bringing people in to talk to us and make us aware. Um, And I think at the end of the day, everybody just has to make the best decision they think is best for themselves and their family. Um, Personally, I know that um, most of our team and our staff is vaccinated. Um, So, yeah. Okay, we'll go down here in the front, the second row. Tom? John, when you came to Alabama, already several national championships under Nick Saban. uh, I'm wondering, taking everyone's best shot and, and trying to sustain the level that Alabama football has been on, uh, how does that happen? How are you guys able to, to, to be up there challenging every year? Um, I definitely think it happens. It definitely happens behind the scenes. I definitely think it happens because of all the work we put in, um, how committed we are and the sacrifices we make in the offseason. I think that's why um, the results continue to look the same. So um, I definitely think it's because of the atmosphere and the culture and just the standard of the guys buying in. Okay, we'll take one final question over on our right on the near aisle. Uh, Drew DeArmond, WZZN Radio, Huntsville, Alabama. I wanted to ask you, John, real quickly. Your position coach, Holman Wiggins, is the last holdover from the offensive staff. Tell everyone about how he is in the room with you guys and, and how does he how, how does he improve your game and how he teaches the wide receiver's position? Um, coach Wiggins is special. Um, coach Wiggins is definitely special. I think um, as a competitor and as a true competitor of the sport, a person who wants to study the sport, be a student, and get better, um, you just really couldn't ask for a better coach. All right, John, thank you for your time. Good luck this thank year. You. Thank you.